This is When Spirit Calls, and you on your journey are in the right place. This show is about magic, miracles, and meaning shared through stories, interviews, and channeled messages. We have so much to share about who you are and your divine mission here on the earth. Let's get to it. When Spirit Calls is right now. Today's special guest on When Spirit Calls is Laura Ora. Laura Ora is an alignment coach and certified mind-body practitioner guiding driven women to get out of their own way to have a life and business they truly desire. She guides people to personal alignment by learning how to honor their energy and truly listen to what they want instead of what they've been taught they should. Laura is a vibrant speaker, coach, author, and host of the Gutsy Podcast, a top 100 podcast and all-around visionary. Laura empowers women in business and in life transitions by humanizing thoughts and feelings, encouraging individualism, and unraveling the shoulds that keep so many people stuck for decades. She'll be the first person to push you out of your comfort zone and the last to hug you as you head to the next level of your life. Her energy is contagious, as you will soon learn, an aura, if you will. And if you're up for the challenge, she just might trick you into believing in yourself. Can't wait to dive in with Laura Aura today. Oh my goodness, we're back again with another episode, and we are starting this new year off in such a beautiful way. I'm so happy to have our guest today. Laura's here in the house. <laughs> Hello, thanks for having me. I'm so happy you're here, Laura. When I first met you, I just felt this beautiful resonance with you. And I'm so excited to have you here today to share a little bit more about your story. So in typical When Spirit Calls fashion, we love to just get our guests about how they got to where they are. So why don't you share a bit about the backstory and, and how you kind of found your connection with spirit and has led you into the work that you're doing today? Yeah, absolutely. So spirit plays an enormous role in every aspect of my life now. But as you all know, it, it's not always just like, there it is, and we know how to work with it. it. It's kind of the slow trickle in and you figure out what it is and you go through the, you know, the weird phase and the, you know, what's going on. And, and I am not immune to that by any means. I can remember my spiritual abilities started when I was a little girl. So I can remember growing up. I have this very specific memory coming up, so I'm going to share this. I can remember growing up that there was this particular part of my neighborhood that we would go on adventures into, and I was always the adventure leader, right? And I would take us into the woods, and there was this place in the woods where all the trees were, were like, there were no trees in a circle, a pretty large circle, and but there were trees that around it creating the circle, right? You get that visual with me. Yes. And there was something about that that felt so different to me. And I always felt drawn to it. And I felt like I got information there. And I felt like I was grounded there. But I also felt a little bit like spacey in my head there as well. And, you know, at this point, I am, I don't know, six, seven, maybe, you know, just wandering around in the woods and feeling very connected there. Like, I lived in a, in a very chaotic, unhealthy home. And there was something about being in the woods in that space that felt very wholesome to me. And I would bring that 
what I didn't know then, but I know now, I would bring that energy with me. And to me, it just felt like all of me was with me. And then I would host like these little like circle parties <laughs> where we would get like sticks and rocks and we would sit around in circles and tell stories. And then the house that I grew up in, you know, it had spirit in it. And, you know, at that point we called him, we called him a ghost. His name was George. And I can remember communicating with the spirit. I could see him, I could feel him, but in my mind's eye, right? Not physically in front of me. And there were always just these really interesting interactions and just that whole kind of time frame, six, seven, eight years old, all of this started to like really turn into like, you know, I just thought that this was how everyone else felt. Turns out, not so much. And, you know, that's just like my earliest memory of of spirit and being drawn and called and like just called. That's what I really want to share right now. I, I always just felt called. And as I've grown up and as I started to learn what this was for me, that tug, that calling has grown substantially, right? Like I, I get these callings, I get these tugs, I get these intuitive downloads. And when I listen to them, incredible things open up, right? <laughs> incredible things. When the mind's not in the way trying to talk us out of things and and trying to justify this or what if that and and pass this and what if, what will they think here when you just listen to that intuition it's the clearest path possible now it's not to say that it's void of challenges or obstacles because there's learning paths along the way but that calling continues to grow for me and and I honestly before this conversation have never really put that that whole path together, but that just presented itself with me here today. And and it's it's incredible to know that even as as a little girl, it has been cultivating and growing and expanding. Like it chose me, I chose it. And now we we're together on this unifying path. I love your story so much because it actually it it's so interesting to me because as you're talking about creating these circles and the sticks and the stones in this beautiful vortex of the trees and of the woods, you know, I don't think that was your first lifetime gathering people in circle. You know, I can see all of these visions of other lifetimes where you've been doing divine ceremony. And even though you didn't know what that was, you knew there was something special there and you could tune into that frequency. And I think that happens for a lot of us where we do feel spirit kind of nudging at us. And you're right, the mind gets in the way. And then we stop ourselves, right? I mean, I was very in tune when I was younger. And then I had a gap from about the age of 10 to 25, where I was really shutting that down. Did you have that as well? Did you have a moment where you're like, oh, I got to, I better tone this down or I better not share this with people? Did you ever experience anything like that for yourself as oh, your journey? Absolutely. I mean, like you, I would say probably you know, early teens to mid 20s. It was just this whole period of do what you're told, don't stand out, you know, don't be too loud, don't be too weird. You know, like, I'm also an entrepreneur. So okay, don't bring spirituality and that woo woo shit into business, because then you're not going to be seen as a professional, right? Like that's a whole episode in its own. It is. So there was just this lot of like, 
okay, well, I can't share this with everybody, but maybe I'll just use it a little bit for myself, right? And I can remember, you know, being a teen girl when like the craft came out, you know, or practical when practical magic came out. And I was like, and I was like, what is this? Like this, I like even right now, I feel that like just this, this free flowing and nature and this magic that is in front of us. And, and it was always a part of me, but I felt like I had to put a lid on it. Like, nope, put the coat on, put the hood over. Don't let everybody see that because then you're going to be, you know, you're going to be seen as something else and people are going to have opinions. And, and gosh, I went against my intuition so many times yeah. as I'm, I'm sure you have as well. And I can remember so specifically, you know, especially in growing the business, how many times I just, I abandoned that part of myself, not intentionally, but just because I didn't feel like I was allowed. Yeah. And not only that we don't feel allowed, but we almost don't feel safe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Me and for many people that come to me, they're just like, I didn't feel safe. And it actually reminded me, I'd forgotten about this story. When I first started doing readings over a decade ago, I got this, what I consider to be her thinking she was looking out for me, but I got this message from a friend and she basically laid it out and said, if you're going to run a business, how could you even possibly think that you can bring this woo-woo in? And it was a long-winded message and boy, did it crush my spirit for a moment because I thought, oh my gosh, like this is how people are going to perceive me and they won't take me seriously. And, you know, I'm really going to struggle if I do this. You know, all of those things came to the surface for me. And you said something really powerful there when you were talking. You said that tuning into spirit and your intuition is actually the clearest pathway for us. Yeah. I am in full agreement with you on that because the more that I listen to that intuition and not everybody else, <laughs> the more inner power I had and the more vibration I increased to and more of what I did want was brought to me just so beautifully by stepping into that path. So thank you. Thank you for sharing that. As you've been on your journey, now you've taken your whole experience and now you actually, like you said, you're an entrepreneur now and you get to step into this role and really anchoring into spirit. So can you tell us about like what that step was like of going from, okay, this is how everyone tells me I'm supposed to live and this is how I'm choosing to do it. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. You know, I think I started to notice it would like subtly come out in my business, right? I would get a feeling, I would hear something, I would get a sense for something. And whether it was about like the way that one of my employees was feeling, uh, you know, just a nudge about like, hey, something over here might need your attention. Or when I really, I honestly think I started to tap into it in business was pre my podcast, I was interviewing other entrepreneurs on something called the Green Couch Project, where I had them come in and we were just having these very raw conversations about life and business and mindset and just all this stuff that makes us who we are. And I noticed that as I started to interview these people, I would get inclinations, right? Feelings, more nudges, more more information. And I would start to like kind of mirror that back to them. And they were like, well, how did you know that? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> 
maybe there's actually something to this, right? I'm not just making this up because I think something kind of a phase, and I don't know if you've gone through this, but a phase that I went through was like, am, is this me making something up or am I actually channeling something? Uh-huh. Right? Like big time. That's, yes. That's a, that's a, that's a, an interesting moment. And so I started to mirror this back with people and they're validating back to me like, oh my gosh, how did you know that? Like, how did you pick up on that? So I'm like, okay, there's something into this. And again, that curiosity, that tug, I started light, leaning into it and playing with it. And before I know it, it just starts to kind of become Laura's way, right? It's just it's just how I do things. It's no longer a thing that I have to find or a thing that I have to explain. It's just, it just is. Mm-hmm. And I've learned that, that that, my friend, that is my magic. That I- is my success. That is my clarity. It is my future. Like, it is me. Uh, we spend so much time fighting who we are when we embrace who we are everything gets to unfold in a beautiful way oh it really really does and like you said like it's not necessarily a linear easy path like there's still challenges that come even when we're tuning into that frequency but this is a common challenge for a lot of people because they say am i just making this stuff up <laughs> yeah. and i think we've all been there as intuitive people as healers as people that do readings you know i think we go through that phase where we're like oh like really like this is coming in i remember doing a reading with somebody and i kept seeing these feathers and these birds and you know i kept i'm, I'm just like there's all these feathers and the woman started to laugh and she said, I just had chickens delivered and they were chicken <laughs> my deceased husband had ordered before he died. Wow. And so it was coming in kind of on the tails of that. And I was like, oh, that makes sense to me. And so I often tell people that are tuning into, a, into their intuition and getting these insights, it doesn't need to make sense for you. In fact, it's yeah. actually important that you don't even get attached to how it makes sense, but rather you just send that information, whatever you're seeing, whatever you're hearing, whatever you're sensing, just put it out there because it's going to mean something for that person. And it's ultimately up to them to attach that meaning to it and then to do whatever discovery they need to do in the process. So even if we, that ego mind comes in and says, this is, you're just making up, you know, stories, <laughs> there's something in it. And and so here's another thing. So what if we are making it up? doesn't it has to have to come from somewhere, right? Like in order for anything to have been created and manifested into a tangible form in this lifetime, we had to think it, we had to make it up first. (laughs) So we're always making it up. But the reality is that as we make it up, we can connect to the energy of that thing, that idea, that thought. And that's what actually allows it to become manifested into this reality. So I oftentimes will tell my students, don't get too caught up on that. You know, if it comes in that you think you're making stuff up, keep making stuff up because eventually you start to see that it's not invalid, right? That it's not your head in the clouds because we've been taught that. I'm sure you were taught that as a kid too, like get your head out of the clouds or like, (laughs) you know, that's not look cool. Right. I, I should have kept a tally book of how many times. Laura, get your head out of the clouds. Laura, get back on the ground. Laura, focus. <laughs> Laura, do this. And it's like, actually, that's where I'm super tapped in. 
So, you know, I love to let my head go to the clouds because I can see things and feel things more clearly up there. And then I, I get to bring that back and then turn that into something here on earth. That is wicked awesome. Like, the why would I not do that? Yeah, that's the miracle. I just love it so much. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so now you're an entrepreneur. What are you doing in the space of entrepreneurship? Because I actually feel like we should talk about it. I'm hearing spirit already nudging me and saying, let's talk about the energy of business and kind of what that looks like. But why don't you tell us what you're up to? Yeah, what I'm up to is is fully embracing myself as Laura Ora, which, uh, quick story, Laura Ora to me is the combination, is the alignment of my inner child, my higher self, and my present day human. Wow. It is all of me in full alignment. And I just got absolute chills down my spine right now. I did see, yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's this, I've been on this journey, right? Like I just turned 39. And I've just been on this journey for so long, my entire life, where right now I feel more myself than I've ever been in my entire existence. Other than, you know, young childhood when you're free and, and you know, you argue before the world tells you what to do. Yeah. But I'm, I'm reconnected with that. And so as Laura Ora, I am now choosing, consciously choosing to show up in the world as such. And that means speaking. That means writing books. That means coaching and consulting with female entrepreneurs and people on a path where they're at kind of a crossroads. They're ready to tap back into themselves, but they're not really sure how, right? And it's pulling all of these energetics in. So it's to me, it's this marriage of energy and feeling and intuition combined with grounded practical ways to do something with it, right? Yeah. Because we can we can feel into things all day long, but if we don't take aligned action, it stays a feeling. And in the same respect, if we're always just taking action and never tapping in, then we're just perpetually doing the same stuff over and over again. So I I love, love helping women in particular get out of their own way, rediscover who they actually are and do the things that they want to do instead of what they've been taught that they should. That's brilliant. And I love this holistic approach because I think in business, we kind of get the blinders on. You know, when I started my first business, it was all business and like, what are other businesses doing? But I wasn't connected to my spirit at all. And so it left this kind of void. And I ended up doing things that were not in alignment. And then I would be frustrated, do you know, or I would get something oh. done just for the sake of getting it done. And then I would end up having to redo it later because I wasn't slowing myself down enough to really tune into that intuition. And it sounds to me like this is one of your areas of expertise to take these really driven entrepreneurs and say, okay. Let's just tune in to the real magic, <laughs> right? Yeah. Let's make decisions that are so aligned that it just makes that process easier and flowing and harmonious. And I think that's ultimately what you know we all want for ourselves, especially if we're in the space of entrepreneurship. So for all you entrepreneurs listening, I want to just bring this to the surface and you and I have talked about this, Laura, too, that the business has an energetic imprint. Some might even say it has a soul. And so this is such a beautiful concept for us as entrepreneurs, because even since I started the practice of connecting with my business, like this morning, I said, OK, what needs to get done today? And I heard this kind of little giggle inside my mind. And they said, Deanne, 
you just be present today. That was my that was my job today to just be present where I was at and not worry about all the things that I needed to get done. And I felt immediately grounded and it allowed me to open up these pathways where people started to reach out to me and find me. I I didn't have to do anything. And and when we tune into the energy of our business, whether it's a conversation, I call it a team meeting in the morning, have a team meeting with your business. Information might not even come immediately for you, but as you move through the day, you've increased the vibration of that business. And so it's magnifying and it's magnetizing energy so that people can find their way to you, right? And so even just the practice of saying, hey, business, how's it going? Even that makes a shift. Yes. And, you know, I learned that from you. You know, I've done all kinds of energy and spiritual work. And you were the first person that's ever said that to me. And when you said that, my mind was like, like, it just opened up so much. So I've been actively speaking to my business, business is because I'm also in, you know, at the end of a transition of releasing businesses while I'm also embracing the Laura Aura business and, and really just talking to the old, the previous businesses and letting them know that it's okay to go. You know, like that. Yeah, that was mind shifting for me and energetically shifting too, right? Because you feel yourself like holding on to things and it's like, you you know, you have this death grip on stuff and and it's like, let me just, let me just tap into the business energy for a second and see what it, what is it asking of me? Yeah. Is it calling for me? And it, when I did that, honestly, with the, with the branding agency that I was, you know, releasing at the time. It was giddy thinking about leaving and not because it was excited to leave me, but because it was like, oh, I'm on to my next adventure. And I felt it like packing its suitcases real quick. And it was like jumping around like a kid on Christmas. And like it was just all. And I was like, oh, my gosh, it's it is ready for the next thing. I've just been like nailing it to the ground. Holding in while I'm nailing nailing myself to the ground. Like like (laughs) sometimes you just have to breathe in and release, right? Like our mind doesn't have to control it. It right. will it will tell us what to do if we just slow down long enough to listen. That is so brilliant. And I'm so glad that you shared that because it's such a healing process. You know, if we can be able to let go or move on from other things, whether it's business or whether it's a relationship, it doesn't matter. The idea is that we oftentimes hold things hostage and not realizing it, right? We hold on so tightly to the idea, the person, the thing, the business, whatever. And we don't realize how much energy it's actually taking from us either, or that we're stopping it from growing to its highest evolution, right? Yeah. And so I love that you tuned in and I love that you saw that vision and the excitement of that business to be able to move on because then, oh, it's easy. It's like, oh, okay, now I can't let it go. It's happy. I'm happy. It's ultimate freedom, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It it changed the game. And, you know, I'm I'm still getting used to and implementing tapping into the new business because it's a while it's a new formed business, yeah. I've been doing this for a decade, right? right? It's just now officially on government paper. <laughs> so, you know, I've also through this, like making the decision to release those two businesses, you know, I had to get very clear about what I really wanted and what what spirit was calling and guiding me towards. Where what do I really want in the season of my life is to simplify and to focus and to impact. And to do that, I had to release things that no longer belonged. 
And so now I'm getting used to like, you know, stepping into this new world of where like, oh, it get I get to focus, right? Like I get to tap into this. I get to only do this one thing. And it's it's new for me. And anything new comes with a learning period. And and so I'm learning how to tap into that. But I also remember that it, it is me, right? Like yeah. I've stripped everything, everything back. Yeah. And it's me. I get to be me. I can feel it. And your aura is off the charts, by the way, Miss Laura. Aura. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, can feel it. I can feel it. It's amazing. So, you know, with that in mind, you know, what are some of the key things that you really feel compelled to share with the world? Like, what are the things that you wish that you would have known as you were going through your journey or figuring things out? I would love to just hear kind of some of your takeaways from your experience uh, so that the audience can really revel in in your learning process. And yes. Yeah, so what's coming up real hard and fast is that your intuitive downloads don't have to make sense to anybody. Oh, yes. They don't they don't have to make sense to anybody. You're because you're going to get this these nudges, this pull this like look i probably looked like i was losing my mind when i when i announced i'm t- selling two businesses one of which by the way i spent 20 years growing and building wow. right like everyone's like everyone's like what are you doing and my intuition does not have make sense to anybody other than me oh it's right for you mm-hmm. what's right for you will be your only job is to follow that i love this and i got goosebumps with you saying that because even when I was letting go of one of my businesses and I was guided to do a contest. So I had worked on this business seven, eight years, put tons of money and energy and time. And when I decided I was going to give it away, I had messages from people saying, you're crazy. How could you do this? Like, this doesn't make any sense. They couldn't understand it. And I even had people offering me money just so I would have some money coming back in. And like, that's how extreme it got. And every time I got a message, you know, of course, I would start to question like, oh, maybe, maybe I shouldn't be doing that. And then spirit would come in and say, Deanne, this is the path. Trust us. And I trusted that process. That was the best thing I ever did for myself. It was the best thing I ever did for myself. So that is so powerful. I hope you guys listening can really lean into that. Your intuition does not require you to defend it to anybody. It doesn't need to make sense to anybody. It just needs to be your own. <laughs> Love that. Okay. What else you got? That was pretty big. Anything <laughs> even what else you got? <laughs> yeah. You know, the second thing that I want to share is that you're allowed to want what you want. And and what I mean by that is again, it doesn't have to make sense on paper and sometimes you just have to trust that what you want and where you're being guided is everything that you need right like we get caught up in all of these shoulds and and hows and whos and what's and all these opinions and stuff and it's like make sure that you ask yourself the question whenever you whenever you get faced with uh an opportunity Whenever you are at a crossroads, whenever it's time to make a decision, I want you to really start to hone in and practice on pausing first and just ask yourself a very simple question. What do I actually want? 
And that can be a really loaded question sometimes, you know, especially if we're looking at like the big picture of life. But in the best way to start really tapping into and honoring yourself is in in each little pivotal decision moment, pause. This is a very quick exercise and ask yourself, what do I actually want? And that gives you a chance to hear, gives you a chance to connect, gives you a chance to like embody and feel you're spiritually led. Spirit's going to tell you, you're either going to feel that resistance and that pull of like the, "Mm -mm, this is not for you, or you're going to feel that all systems go tingly, like, like, let's go. Why are we still standing here? You know, like, but if we're not slowing down long enough to feel that you're just, you're just in this like rat race of getting through life. So get really used to pausing and asking yourself, what do I actually want? And then give yourself permission to honor that, my friend, regardless of what the answer is. It's so beautiful because it really is, you know, a loaded but simple question, right? What do I actually want? And I think that's such a powerful reflection for us because oftentimes we get caught up in the doing, in the people pleasing. You know, many people who've been listening to this for a while know that I'm a recovering people pleaser. And maybe still a bit of one, you know, being very mindful of that. But when I do pause to ask myself, is this really what I want? Oftentimes I get a different answer than what I think the answer is. And and so it's a really powerful reflection because we've been so conditioned over the many years, right, to do what we think everyone else thinks we should be doing versus what we actually want to be doing. Yeah. And over... Over time, you know, it's slowly chipping away at who you truly are. Right. And we talk about long term, you know, I'm not in medical by any means. So, but we talk about like long term fatigue and feeling uninspired and sluggish and just like, you know, not having enough time and just all this like to me right now that just feels very heavy. A lot of times it's because we've chipped away at who we actually are, right? Like very quick, but very impactful scenario. You're out to friend, out to lunch with five friends, right? Four people go around the table. They order the chicken Caesar salad. It comes to you and you're feeling like, oh, everyone else got the chicken Caesar salad. So that's probably what I should get too, right? <laughs> what do I actually want? I don't want that. I want the burger. I want the fries. That's what my body is telling me that I need right now. But I feel bad because everyone else is doing something different. Pause in that moment. What do I actually want? I want the freaking burger and the fries because that's what my body is telling me that I need right now. I can almost guarantee you there will be at least one other person at that table that says, actually, um, yeah, I was actually going to do the burger too. <laughs> and I think that's one of the most impactful things. One, not only have you honored yourself and your body, you don't have to do what everyone else is doing. You, you're adding back into your tank instead of depleting it. But two, honoring what you want for yourself also sets the example to let other people know that they can want them what they want for themselves as well. So it's giving them permission that they don't need, but sometimes need to hear in that moment. Yeah. And that that energy, oh girl, that energy will spread like wildfire in the best of ways because it's like, oh, I don't have to conform. I don't have to do and be what everyone else tells me to do and be. I get to be the one that enjoys the burger when everyone else is having the salad when they don't actually really want it either. I love that. It's such a great analogy because it happens so often. We think what you know, everyone else is doing or having is also where we have to follow suit. And we don't, we get to carve our own path here. You know, the same kind of rule applies, you know, in entrepreneurship, right? You know, I remember first starting out and everyone's like, oh, you need social media, 
and you need to be on there every day and you need to be promoting all the time. And and it just felt so yucky to me. But then I would see all these other people doing it and I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'm supposed to do it, you know, and I would kind of play in the game. And then I was like, this doesn't feel enriched for me. And so even though I kind of use a sprinkle method with social media to have a presence, it's not a space that I spend a huge amount of time in because it doesn't feel aligned for me. How I love to build relationship is actually on the phone or in real connection, like what we're even doing here. And so that, you know, I I discovered was like, oh, I do get to make up my own rules here, right? This gets to be what feels so enriched for me. And you're right. The more that we step into that, the more we give permission to others for them to do the same and to get honest with themselves and to live in that really authentic path, which is what you are all about, is really finding that most authentic path. So you've just provided us with so much insight and wisdom. Is there any kind of final one that you you know want to bring to the service around walking this path? around what we might need to hear in terms of maybe maybe we're we haven't started a business yet but we're thinking about it or maybe we're just leaning into our spiritual path any kind of words of wisdom that you want to kind of leave our audience with yeah absolutely so i want to say that a lot of the a lot of the stress a lot of the worry a lot of the fear comes from this space of indecision it's where we're wavering back and forth between wants and and shoulds and I do and I don't and like all of that stuff. You know that tug of war, right? Like it's the wavering. Yeah. That, my friend, is where fear, overthinking, challenges, just all this kind of mucky stuff. It just grows, right? And one of the most powerful things that you can do for yourself is give yourself the opportunity to make a decision. Mm-hmm release the fear of making the right or wrong decision. Just make a decision for what feels right in that moment. And knowing that you get to decide, you can change your mind as much as you want to until it feels right, right? Making a decision doesn't mean you're locked into it for the rest of your life, unless it's a tattoo. And then even then you can get it removed now. So, you know, the <laughs> but give yourself the opportunity to make a decision. So what's one thing today that you have been wavering back and forth on that you felt this tug of war? What if you gave yourself the opportunity to make one small decision today? Doesn't have to be the big one. Doesn't have to be the one that changes everything tomorrow. But just one thing that you can make a decision on and feel into the relief that that gives you. Feel into the space and capacity, the downloads that you start to receive, even in the smallest of things, right? Like if you think about I've been thinking about all day long what to make for dinner. I'm going to make this. I'm going to make that. Right. Like it literally comes down to every single aspect of our life. Make one decision today and feel into the relief and the capacity that that gives you back and know that you get to do that as many times as you want to. You get to make things easier. You get to allow things. And uh, it doesn't have to be as big and hairy as your mind wants to make it to be. You just have to decide what it's going to be and then take action that supports that answer instead of going against it. Oh, I love this so much, Laura. That is so brilliant because we do, we get, we get stuck, right? In making the decision because we're worried we're going to make the wrong decision. And what has spirit, spirit has told me time and time again, there are no wrong decisions. (laughs) 
every path leads you home. <laughs> it just depends on how bumpy the path is or how convoluted the path is, but it's still going to get you the value. It's still going to be ripe with rewards and learning and growth, no matter what path you choose. So I love this idea of just making a decision because sitting in limbo, it leaks energy, doesn't it? When we're oh, absolutely. Decision, the overthinking, we're lacking presence, you know, and it's a really uncomfortable space to be. I call it like a purgatory space. The indecision space is purgatory. So, you know, whether you're in a relationship, well, in a relationship, it's relationship purgatory, where you're like sitting on the barbed wire fence, one foot in, one foot out. I'm not sure if I should stay or go. And the barbed wire fence is so uncomfortable, right? <laughs> you know? And so get off the barbed wire fence, everybody. <laughs> Make a decision. <laughs> Even if the decision is just for the day, right? Today, I'm all in, right? Or today, I'm stepping out. Tomorrow, it might be different, right? And we have the ability to change our minds. There is nothing set in stone. Like you said, you know, we're not, it's, we're not stuck with that decision. If we make a decision here, well, we can make another decision after that and another one and another one. And so the opportunities are endless. That is, that is the truth, aren't they? Absolutely, my friend. Oh my gosh. Okay, Laura. Well, we are coming down to our time together. And I feel like there's, I feel like you got so much more wisdom in there to share. But, you know, I think we got some really solid, beautiful sprinkles out there for the audience today. So, you know, where can they go to find you? What can they do if they're like, oh my gosh, this woman is speaking my language. I really like how she rolls. You know, how can we find you? And, you know, where can we kind of get more information or learn more? Yeah, absolutely. So the best place to find all things in my world is lauraora.com. It's L-A-U-R-A-A-U-R-A.com. From there, you can find links to the Gutsy Podcast. So if you're an audio listener and you'd like to, you know, really soak up some nuggets of wisdom and you've enjoyed our conversation today, you know, I'm I'm a very real, raw, call things for what they are, but also give you unwavering support and love type of conversation the Gutsy Podcast will probably be right up your alley. So, you know, that's on all of the podcast apps, but you can also get it on my website as well. Perfect. And we're going to put all those links in the show notes. So you will have access to those, everybody. And you can simply click on those links or copy and paste whatever feels good for you. Laura, this has been such a treat. You have obviously heard the call of spirit and you listen to spirit on the regular because <laughs> you know it's always calling. <laughs> So thank you so much for being part of the show and sharing your divine wisdom with the rest of us. I'm so grateful to have you here. And for those of you listening, thank you so much for tuning in. Please come back. We'll have another episode out for you in a couple of weeks and can't wait to share with you then. Bye for now, everyone. Bye. <laughs> so happy you could join us today. And we hope that you found comfort and inspiration with wherever you are at right now. If you feel you received a gift in today's message, please pass that gift along to a loved one by sharing this episode with them. To continue this conversation, please join me at rosehope.ca. And when you do, be sure to access your free gift by signing up for the When Spirit Calls newsletter. I'm looking forward to connecting with you again soon.